everyone, this is Kimberly and welcome to Lessons Along the Way, where each week I share lessons that I've learned along the way as I've traveled this journey called life with the hopes of giving you some empowerment, some encouragement, and some support as you travel through your journey as well. Continue to subscribe to Lessons Along the Way on your favorite podcasting platform. Continue to like, leave ratings, leave comments, and of course, please follow me on Twitter at KChanceLive. By doing so, you'll be able to provide input into the show, like today's listener, whose question um, inspired today's topic. So I'm going to dive right in. I'm going to read you her her comment, and then we're going to just get into her topic. She stated, please help me. I've realized I'm my own worst critic, my biggest enemy, and my tallest roadblock when it comes to my success in life, my career, my relationships, and ultimately my happiness. My negative thoughts about myself have kept me in a space of ongoing and repetitive self-destruction. I'm ready to do something about this. Please help. The thing I love about this listener is that she's asking for help. She's realizing that She's caused a problem in her life and she wants to do something about it. And of course, she turned to a great source because I want to help. So she's given me the opportunity to share something with her and hopefully with all of you that will improve you all situation. And the fact that she's looking for help, well, help is here. Today, I want to start by just labeling what she's been doing and what many other people are also doing even though they haven't come out and said it or identified it as such and what it is is called self-sabotaging now other people may refer to this as getting in your own way or self-defeating or other things like that but the term that I've grown accustomed to and that I like is self-sabotage and what this means in essence is that any action that you're doing that gets in the way of your own desires and intentions. Again, this is self-sabotaging, not something that someone else is doing to you to cause you um, to have a setback or not to be able to reach a goal or a dream. It's things that you're doing to yourself that gets in your own way, that stops you from doing what you desire to do, what you say out loud that you wanna do or what you think in your head that you wanna do. And this can look different Um, in different aspects of our lives this can show up financially say for example if you finally got you know the penthouse apartment that you've always wanted or the new home that you've always wanted and then you party or gamble away your rent or your mortgage money this could also show up professionally say you've been preparing for a big presentation and you know it could land you a new career or it could put you in a new space um, with people who are higher up at your job and then you go out and get drunk the night before and ultimately don't perform as well that day or romantically say you're dating someone and you go out on a great date night or have a great vacation and as soon as it's over you pick a fight about something something wasn't right and it leads to a big argument And this even shows up physically. 
say for example you're deciding to diet and exercise and you know eat sweets in moderation and then you eat a whole container of your favorite ice cream or an entire roll of cookies or whatever that may be um, all of these things have something in common and that's the fact that you're doing something that's counterproductive to the outcome that you desire you're taking an action that ultimately will undermine whatever you've expressed that you want to do this in essence is self-sabotage now you may be thinking why would anyone want to do something that goes against what they want to do if I want to get a new job why would I you know bomb at my interview or not show up prepared if I want to get into a new college why wouldn't I prepare for whatever the entrance exam is if I want a successful relationship why would I ruin it by arguing about nothing well thanks for asking because actually there are a few reasons why people do this at the core and I want to discuss those today The first reason may be that the person has a negative sense of self-worth. They may feel like they don't deserve this happiness or success or whatever good thing is happening to them. They may feel like this is too good to be happening to little old me. Or I'm too inadequate for this to be my life for all this good stuff to be happening for me. These feelings of negative self-worth and even self-doubt often are the result of past influences um, from childhood that impacted how you feel about yourself as an adult. These things can result from people saying things like, you'll never be successful, or you're going to be a deadbeat just like your dad, or You're never going to be as smart as your sister or you're going to be a high school dropout just like your mother. Things like that shape how you see yourself and could cause that self-doubt and that um, low feeling of self-worth to creep up. And then when those good things start to happen and you start to experience positive things, you don't know what to do with it. So you start to self-sabotage. Another reason why a person may self-sabotage is their desire to control the outcome. There's a feeling that it's better to control the bad things that's going to happen around me or the bad thing that's going to happen to me so I can know what's going to happen opposed to facing the possibility of something happening to me and it's catching me off guard. That feeling that I'm the only one who can control the outcome of a situation. So in order to do so, I've got to protect myself by dictating when I allow negative things to happen in my life. This feeling is often marked by statements like, I left him before he could leave me. Or I just lashed out as a defense mechanism to protect myself. Or... If my ship is going down, I'm going to be the captain, nobody else. These are all things that 
demonstrate that anticipation of a good thing coming to an end. And so before it does, at the hands of an outside force, at the hands of someone else, you mess it up yourself. You walk away before you get walked away from. Hmm. As I think about this, something else is very close to this concept of controlling the outcomes. And that's being familiar with having a negative outcome. Sometimes we're so used to being mistreated, being overlooked, abandoned, let down, just bad stuff happening to us at the hands of other people that we resort to acting like they're happening even when they're not. Even when those situations aren't occurring, we still act like we're ready to be left or we're being left. We're being mistreated even when we're not. We're looking for those things and responding as though those things are present and they may not even be there. So we're acting like the bad, the bad thing has already happened because we're so comfortable with that known feeling of hurt, that known feeling of negativity, that known feeling of abandonment, loss, and just being without, that we, we gravitate to actions that make that happen. It's, we feel like it's better to know the feeling of hurt than all the unknowns that could possibly come from the feeling of happiness and pleasure and enjoyment because we're not used to that. We're used, we've at times become so used to a negative thing happening that we almost act in a way that fulfills that negative thing. It's called like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We think negative is going to happen. We act as though negative is going to happen and then negative actually happens. In essence, we've created the negative outcome that we put in our head that we thought was going to happen because we're so familiar with it. We're used to it happening, so we we know that world. Another thing that that can often be behind the self-sabotaging behavior that people can do is that some people are just bored when it comes to calmness. Some people don't know what to do if there's not an unstable, dysfunctional environment taking place around them. This also goes with the familiar familiarity of negativity. We grew up in an environment where it was always arguing, chaos, things not going right, bills, um, bills being late, things being turned off, people getting laid off. We, we're, we're accustomed to chaos. So when things are calm and quiet, it bores us. We miss the rush and the excitement of figuring it out and the hustle and bustle of everything that happens when things are chaotic around us. Other people, when they become bored with the calmness, they just enjoy the power of being able to push the envelope and being able to just see what happens if I cause this bad thing to happen. If I start to pick an argument with my boyfriend, what's gonna happen? Is he gonna leave me? Is he gonna argue? Are we gonna fight? What's gonna happen? Some people just enjoy the thrill of chaos, the, the thrill of instability. 
which often results in the demise of whatever that experience was that they were a part of, even if it was a good experience. (laughs) All of these things are all about expecting a negative result, so you act in a way that leads to that happening whether it's because you don't feel like you deserve it or because you're used to it or because things are just going too good and you don't know what to do with that each of these things may be reasons why a person may mess up their own happiness but you know me I'm never gonna tell you about an issue or about a problem or about why something exists without giving you some things to do to stop it if you want to Now, some people enjoy this world, like I said, so they may not want to stop it. But if you want to stop self-sabotaging yourself in whatever area of your life, not um, like this young lady said, it's pretty much every area of her life, whether it's, it's your career, it's relationships, it's whatever you're doing in your life, you can stop this self-sabotaging behavior. The first thing which is almost like the first thing I give when you want to stop any behavior, is going to be recognizing that you're doing it. Recognizing that it's a problem. Being able to stop and think about times when you've actually done these things that cause the situation to take a negative turn. Even when you wanted it to end positive, you wanted the relationship to work, but something you did may have caused it to not work out thinking back on time and it may be even on a current situation that you're in where you're doing things that may be leading to a negative outcome or something that you don't desire to happen it may be helpful for you to ask yourself are there things that have gone unaccomplished in my life Goals that I've set for myself that I just haven't accomplished. And then starting to think about some of the reasons why those goals haven't been accomplished. Or you may be even um, able to think about things like, do I tend to run from relationships or push people away when I say I need love, when I say I want to be happy in a relationship? Do I push those people away? Or are there times where people consistently tell you that you're just not living up to your potential. You're not doing the things that they see in you. Or your boss may tell you, you know, you have such potential. Why are you just doing X, Y, and Z? These are all things that you can ask yourself that can help you to start to identify times where you may have been sabotaging yourself. And again, these may be things that are happening right now. You may be in a relationship wondering, am I pushing this person away? Am I running? You may be at a good job and your boss gives you a task and instead of doing it to your best potential, you have do it. You don't do the best you can because you know you feel like it may not work out anyway. You may not get the promotion, so why try? Looking at your past and current situations to figure out, am I doing this? When are times that I have done this? Next thing you can do is to identify the negative thoughts that you had or currently have during those times that we've just identified in the first in the first part. Once you've identified times where this is happening, then start to think about the thoughts that you're having. 
Do you think that you're not going to get it? Do you think that you're not going to succeed? Do you think that the person's going to leave, that you're going to fail? What are some of those thoughts that you're having at that time? And then start to think about what are some of those feelings associated with those thoughts? Was it feeling of guilt? Is there a feeling of shame? Are you are your thoughts based on feelings of fear? Is it um, an underlying feeling of low self-esteem? All of these things can drive negative thoughts. These feelings can be underlying to those thoughts. And knowing what, knowing your thoughts and what feelings lie under them ultimately help you to stop the thoughts and replace them with other thoughts. Because the thing is, what we think is a result of how we feel and what we think impacts how we act. So if you're feeling guilt, shame, fear, you're thinking thoughts that you're not good enough, that this person is going to leave, that you're not worthy of whatever it is you desire, then your actions are ultimately going to reflect that, which is self-sabotaging. So if you want to stop the self-sabotaging, you got to get to the thoughts and the feelings that are at the root of it. Last thing that you need to do is to start to show yourself some kindness. Now, you may be thinking, being kind to myself, I love myself. That's not what I'm talking about. Showing yourself some kindness, I mean, stop looking at yourself through the lens of self-doubt. Stop seeing your potential based on what other people said that you couldn't do. Stop seeing who you could be with and how successful your relationship can be based on the relationship that you saw around you. Show yourself some compassion. Show yourself that it's okay to want something that you haven't seen before. Remind yourself that you're good enough and that you deserve what you desire. Even if you've never had it, if you've never seen it, if no one in your life has ever had it, you still deserve it if you feel like it's what you desire. You don't have to sell yourself short because of feeling that you're not good enough or that bad things are going to happen or that people are going to leave. You deserve what you desire because ultimately you're responsible for your actions and the outcomes that result from those actions. So if you behave in a way that causes everything and everyone around you to end and have a negative outcome, you may want to start looking at that. You may want to start to say, what can I do differently that allows me to get what I deserve? what I desire and you want to make sure that you're getting yourself to the place where that can actually happen where you're not defeating yourself where you're not taking yourself out of the running where you're not um, ruining those relationships that you said that you want to have I hope that I haven't fussed too much and I hope that I've been able to empower you to just let go of some of those self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors that may have been controlling your actions all along. Also, I hope that we can keep this conversation going in our Twitter discussion for this week. My question is very simple. 
How do you plan to overcome self-sabotaging behaviors that have been keeping you stuck, that have been keeping you from getting what you desire and what you deserve? Think about it. And then hit me up on Twitter at KChanceLive. Lastly, this week's quote is coming from surfer Leard Hamilton. And it's actually one of my favorites when it comes to overcoming yourself and your own thoughts and things like that. It says, make sure your worst enemy is not living between your ears. Mm. Now that's something to hold on to. Until next week, y'all take care.